Please join me in a spirit of prayer. Holy Spirit, open our hearts and open our minds to your word, the word of God, which revives our souls, transforms our lives, and makes us a new creation. Lord God, Holy Spirit, open us to the beauty of God in this creation that surrounds us and open us to the goodness of God, which is never failing. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Last week, Barbara Ballinger preached a sermon about such times as these, and she encouraged us to anchor our lives during this period of turbulence, to anchor our lives in our relationship with Christ. And she insightfully reminded us that Christ, our anchor, is to be found in all the rejected places. Rejected places in ourselves and in our society are where Christ is to be found. In times like these. Now, in this week, times like these have gotten much closer to home. In our city of Philadelphia, 19 people, 19 people died in gun violence in the last seven days. That's a mass shooting event spread out over multiple days. And our hearts go out, and I hope our prayers go up for all of the victims, for their families and friends and neighbors who are now grieving, who are now feeling the insecurity and fear of violence and loss nearby. And of course our prayers are lifted up for the police and for the firemen and for the EMTs who respond to those scenes and are every day basted in the worst of human behavior. And we know that that takes a toll and is heavy on your soul. And we pray as well for all the emergency room workers and doctors and nurses who are also exposed to this trauma on a daily basis. We see these circles expanding from these acts of violence, and we understand that an act of violence is both the horror of losing a human life, but also the tearing apart of community, the tearing apart of our sense of safety and security that we all need to thrive. So our hearts go out, our prayers go up. And we feel upset. We feel the anger, we feel the grief, we feel the loss, we feel dismay, we may feel powerless and frustrated. Why can't we make this end? We might feel despairing. This is so horrible, how can I hear about it again? And I want to remind us all, in light of the epistle reading, that whenever we have those responses of upset, that they are grounded in our sense of the good. They are grounded in our sense of the good. If we did not care, if we did not have love, we would not be affected. 
if we did not have an attachment to an idea about the way things should be, which is to say, the good, we would not be upset when the good is violated, when the preciousness of human life is wasted, when the beloved children of God are destroyed. We would not react unless we were attached to a greater vision of the good, which is what St. Paul wants us to hold on to in that marvelous reading from Philippians. Well, I had direct experience with these events this week that got close to home. One of the shooting events in Germantown began in the rectory of our church in Germantown, St. Luke's. The shooter started there. It went on to create mayhem down Germantown Avenue, killing a 19-year-old woman. He was eventually shot by the police. A horrible story. So I spent Friday morning with the rector and the staff of St. Luke's, giving them comfort and support and love that they needed as they experienced the trauma of having their sacred space invaded. And trying to recover a sense of stability and normalcy so they could go on. But here's the point I want to make is to their credit, they did not let the violence and the fear stop them. They did not freeze. They did not get paralyzed. They rose to the occasion. They started up their feeding programs and their flu shot clinic the next day. When there were still bullet holes in the walls of the rectory, they gave out 40 bags of food to their neighbors. And my form was lifted. That is our Christian testimony. In the face of danger and death and threat, we rise. We rise back up to our mission of giving life and cherishing life and building community. St. Luke's gave us that testimony. And if you'd like to give food to that word, drop food off any day on our porch, right over here, and it goes right to St. Luke's. I had another experience, same neighborhood, but on Thursday, I was invited to participate with the Black Clergy Association in a peace walk. Clergy from the Muslim faith, the Islamic faith, sorry, from rabbis and Christian clergy all gathered together in a tent on Chelton Avenue next to a Church of God in Christ to give a faith witness calling for an end to gun violence. And we heard inspiring speeches and we all gathered up and made a parade around the neighborhood. And it wasn't a somber, wailing, mournful parade. It was a joy-filled, life-affirming, community-building parade. We were led off by the drum corps from the 76ers. We had a step group from the 76ers dancing as we went through the neighborhood. 
and we met the neighbors, and smiles were everywhere as we reaffirmed and recommitted to the good of community in the face of threat. Once again, here is the best of our testimony, the best of our witness. We stand for the good in the face of what corrupts it. We stand for the good in the case of what threatens it. And when we got back to that tent at the Church of God in Christ, we had some really good Baptist worship. And I gotta say, I really liked it. And I was really felt honored to be invited in to participate. And here is the characteristic of it I wanna lift up as a testimony for us Episcopalians to hear. The focus of that worship was God. The focus of that worship was the goodness of God. The people closest to the violence, closest to the tragedy, closest to the danger, took time apart to praise God and celebrate God's goodness and find their hope and support in God. This is a lesson for us. So too often Episcopalians get down to the human scale we have a hard time hearing scripture that says, do not worry. We have a hard time hearing scripture that tells us to take our eyes off of ourselves and point them to the goodness and greatness of God. But here in this worship, God was praised. And we were reminded that God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. That's a call and response I think we should learn here in St. Martin. So I say, God is good, and you would say, all the time. I'd say all the time. You'd say, that feels kind of good, right? We're supported by this goodness that transcends our circumstances, that transcends our frustrating limitations, that we can find our assurance in, our support in, our hope in. That's where St. Paul is pointing. St. Paul is saying, this is a big struggle right now, but keep your eyes on God and what God is doing. Remember, Paul is writing from a jail cell. He's in jail. He has every reason to despair. He has every reason to do self-pity. But what does he say? He says, rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. Again, I say rejoice, for God is near. He has that to hold on to when the rest of his life is cut away. And he's writing to a church that's fighting with each other. The two leaders named in the passage that are very hard to pronounce, good job. <laughs> are at odds with each other. And don't you know how hard it is when your leadership is fighting? It's so demoralizing. The people who brought you to the peace that passes understanding, the presence of Christ, are fighting and acting badly. That's the situation Paul is writing to. And he responds with rejoice. Again, I say rejoice. And then this amazing litany of whatsoever things. 
Whatsoever things are just and pure and good and true and right, think on these things. He is redirecting their attention and our attention to what is good. Their attention and our attention to what is good. Lift up your hearts to what is good. Find that goodness and recommit to it and believe that it will triumph because of the death and resurrection of Jesus. In that resurrection, we know that all that is excellent and all that is good and all that is pure will sustain us and will take us where we need to go so we can commit to it and be part of it even in the face of death and evil and threat. So rejoice, I say rejoice. We have a gift in our life in Christ. And that gift is to know that God is good and that goodness overcomes everything that threatens it. Everything that threatens it. So we can go and be God's good people in those places of danger and threat. Amen. Amen. Amen.